0: Welcome to the Best of Guys in Shorts. We are at B-Dubs in Buena Park. We're still here. As we were last week. <laughs> we're here <all> Man. in. <laughs> we're troopers, yeah. guys. We're uh, troopers. We, got, we just be loving us some B-Dubs. You know what? This this uh, Lakers-San Antonio game is still going. Yeah, this it's quintuple incredible. overtime is nuts. Yeah. Wow. they are uh, 50 seconds left, 115 to 111. That's great. <laughs> and very topical. Uh, so for this episode, speaking of the Lakers... As we've mentioned before, we're digging into the archives. Right. And, uh, oh, by the way, I'm Jeff Wilson. And as always, Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Eric the Portuguese, Hammer Vieira. By now, I feel like I've won fantasy football.
1: You're out no. of the Oh, you oh. knock on wood. You wish. <laughs> oh, I hope. I oh. hope. Knock oh. yeah, on wood. You're in you the galaxy. Oh, my
0: gosh.
2: <laughs>
0: oh. Anyway, uh, so we're bringing you our favorite episodes to close out the year, and this episode, how could this not make the list? It's our Kobe tribute episode. Yeah. I think
2: when, now with uh, LeBron being a part of the Lakers, let's not forget who one of the most beloved was, oh, which was Mr. Absolutely. Kobe Bryant. So when yes. he ha- had his retirement, we had a love fest.
3: You know, and, and Kobe really being did. interviewed by the press this week and, and answering questions about magic and you know his comments and about LeBron's usage and all that kind of stuff, it just makes me miss the professionalism that Kobe Bryant brought to the locker room every day. And, you know, reminiscing and listening to this, I I haven't heard this episode since it aired, so it'll be fun for me to go back and listen to it as well about just the respect that I think we're going to pay to the best athlete ever to to don a Los Angeles um, uh, jersey.
0: Let's not forget, since this episode was recorded, the guy won an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Like, (laughs) his story is far from over. Yeah, he's just
2: started. I think we probably, again, we probably just poked fun at him. He's gonna be a storyteller, he's gonna make movies. And then he went on he actually went on to win yeah.
3: an Oscar. He <laughs> won an
4: Oscar. Hey hey you guys. I don't know if you've heard, but uh, Kevin Durant is coming to the Lakers. Oh there, there it you is. go and Anthony Davis too. Is.
0: is that right? Vic. Yes. Uh, is that true? Even, even Well, Kevin,
4: Kevin Durant in my head was true. Uh,
0: he was he was talking a little smack on uh,
4: well, if you read LeBron. the whole article, it was actually talking smack about the media. Well, oh. You just read the headlines, and it was talking smack about LeBron. But I, I clearly just read the, yeah. <laughs> the headline.
5: Yeah, and um, true guys in shorts fashion. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you come <laughs> here
4: count, for uh, content that's like that. Said. We read the headlines. That's, right. for that's, for right. that's <laughs> why <laughs> we have Vic. <laughs> he <laughs> reads to the end. <laughs> Going back to Kobe, he actually came out and um, laid some shade on on Golden State Warrior fans and said that the Lakers. Are going to be winning a world championship before you know it. Oh yes! And all of these golden, you know, all, where all these Golden State Warrior fans came out of, they're going to go back into their little holes. So. Oh, I love
0: or it. Or they're going to switch I love back it. to their Laker jerseys right. that they
4: were wearing before. <laughs> right.
2: So, I,
0: I stand by my bold prediction that they're, they'll win again this year. But when they move into what is it, Oracle Arena? Well, Oracle Arena is where they're at. But, that's, but the new, and that's going the to be in San digs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, no, Yeah, the new one. When they move into that new stadium, they're never going to win again. And that'll be a curse. ever. Ben? I like it. Bold. Agreed. <laughs>
3: ah! I've got nothing. Yes. Hey, you had me at hello. I love it.
2: Get this guy another beer. It's better than to agree <laughs> than disagree. The Raiders will be at Oakland, right. too, right. so you'll be Fuck happy. the
3: Raiders.
0: Oh, right. oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we He's We fire.
2: Uh, security is now approaching yeah, yeah, the table. Yeah. Uh,
0: we're excited right. about that playoff run. <laughs> oh, no. oh, yeah. We're not yeah. that oh, far in the In future. 2025. Oh. Yeah Ah, oh, well, without further ado, let's uh, present our Kobe tribute episode. One of our favorites, uh, one of our favorite players, and one of our favorite episodes. Welcome to this special edition episode of Guys in Short Sports LA. This week, we're paying tribute to not only one of the greatest athletes in Los Angeles sports, but one of the greatest athletes of all time, mm. Mr. Kobe Bryant. Kobe. Yeah.
4: We'll be talking Kobe. Kobe
0: stats, memories, favorite moments, just about everything you need to know to prepare for his final game, Wednesday, April 13th. But before we do that, let's welcome the guys Victor Costello. What up? Ben Garcia. Hoopty hoop. Darren Besa. Heidi ho. Yeah. And joining us live via satellite from quarantine. <laughs> Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. MVP. MVP. <laughs> MVP. Eric, how are you? What's going uh, on, buddy? I'm alive. <laughs> the,
5: the, the flu has taken over Portuguese Hammer headquarters over here. Oh, so, that's uh, the worst. Yeah, so... Uh, my children might try to make their podcast debut today if you hear a little screaming in the background. Yeah. So So technically, uh, the,
3: Portuguese the, <laughs> so, so technically uh, the Portuguese Hammer is the Kobe Bryant of podcasting. Even when he's sick, he still plays. <laughs>
5: we you
0: appreciate <laughs> your dedication. You
5: so this you, might be a, I might step it up for this episode now that oh, I'm, you know, playing, wow. playing sick, playing injured here.
0: You pods pod with, <laughs> you he with art.
5: You
2: bring your a game. You say pods <laughs> with art.
5: Yeah. He does. No one pods pods pods
2: with heart.
1: (laughs) Only Eric pods with heart.
0: It couldn't be the Dodgers bullpen that got you sick, could it? Uh, It made me sick watching it. The Dodgers apparently did nothing to fix the bullpen in the off season. No, obviously no. not.
3: And the the great thing is that that wasn't even on display when we played the Angels. It was our starters that gave it up. So uh, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how this season's going to go, man. But I'm yep. telling you, I am not well, feeling good.
0: Well, you've started off better than our Angels did. That's for sure. Yeah, you got- not one, not two. Three games. Well, yeah. let's not
3: – before we get to the Angels, uh-huh. why don't we talk a little bit about the home game that the Cubs had the opening day?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good. You know what? The Cubs We're are really solid, them, all right? All right. All right, you can't compare series us contenders. getting rocked by the Cubs <laughs> but when you oh, guys played
3: the Padres. Opening day, <laughs> opening day. That's that's the one game you your fans should so wait, show up. Are you guys up. the
4: Padres yeah. of the of the American yes. League? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> maybe
3: maybe if they were to get rid of the waterfall and they were Ooh. to have those four hundred like four hundred seats or whatever they've taken yes. out, maybe they can get <laughs> enough Angels fans to actually. Yeah, it could be like an out- Angels-only uh, opposing
1: zone. team. No.
0: Yeah. No, we're not losing the water. We like the waterfall. No way, no how.
1: (laughs) Waterfalls and rally monkeys. (laughs) That's Uh, that's how we do, son. That's
3: (laughs) right. Yeah. Oh, two and four, right? Hoopty hoo. (laughs) 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 All
0: right. Let's move on to Kobe. We are two short days away from Kobe Bryant retiring from the NBA and not to play a game with the Lakers ever again. Mm hmm. This is uh, the end of an era. A little bittersweet, I think. Oh, totally. When you think about it, most of us, we grew up with magic, and then there was a couple short years off, and we got Kobe, and we have been spoiled Yes. when you think about it. I mean, those are two of the all-time greats right there.
3: Yeah, the Indianapolis Colts of the NBA.
0: Yeah, yeah we really <laughs> lucked out. By the We're way, I
4: appreciate the uh, the Andrew I'm Luck. just nodding my head. <laughs>
3: well, and and actually Peyton Manning. So yeah? actually I'm punching myself in the face. I <laughs> know. I appreciate <laughs> that, Ben. That. Thank you. But for... no, I mean, I mean, they're <clears> arguably, you know, two of the better quarterbacks in the league and, you know, Magic and Kobe are two of the arguably best uh players to ever play basketball and we've been lucky to have them as Los Angeles Lakers.
0: To that point, we want to start this off going through some Kobe stats here. This might take a while. I have a list. It is (laughs) going to take a while because this isn't even everything. This is just some of the highlights of Kobe's achievements in his illustrious 20-year career. He, of course, had his 81-point game against the Raptors. He's third all-time on the regular and postseason scoring lists. He's selected for the All-Star team 18 times, Won the most all-star MVPs four times, and he's tied with Roger Pettit there. Won the slam dunk contest in 1997. He was the league MVP in the 07-08 season.
3: Which is a travesty. He should have more than one league MVP. Completely agree. I think that the league colluded against him because of what happened in Boulder. They didn't want him to be the face of the NBA, so they found anyone else that they could you know, to give that award to. But Kobe Bryant deserved that at least four or five times. At least.
5: And let's, let's be honest, even with this farewell tour, it's, it seems a little disingenuous. Kobe was very well-liked by a lot of the NBA, you know, especially early on. So that's what's kind of interesting about this farewell tour. Everyone's showing him a lot of love.
4: I just saw he, yeah, he made a comment that uh, the only reason why he's allowing this to happen is because they, they're horrible. He said <laughs> if we're in the middle of a playoff hunt or you know getting into the playoffs, that uh, he, he, none of this would be happening right now. Uh, well, I he be absolutely believe it. it. He
3: wouldn't be getting playing time. Because he doesn't deserve to be out there. I, I hate to say that on a Kobe tribute, sure. but I think that's
0: why... I think that's I'm bittersweet about this whole thing. I think thing. everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah I mean, No, that yeah. goes without saying. Okay, let's continue with the list because I'm not even halfway through it. Most <laughs> seasons with a single NBA franchise. Only player in NBA history with 30,000 points and 6,000 assists.
3: Wait a minute, he passed the ball that many times? <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, 6,000 right? assists? You wouldn't,
0: you wouldn't know it. Wow. Yeah. Only player to score at least 600 points in the postseason... In three consecutive years, most postseason appearances with 15, most career regular season games played, two Olympic gold medals, four consecutive 50-point games, most career missed field goals. And I know <laughs> you're thinking, why is that on the list?
3: Because he shoots 35 times a night. There
0: you go. <laughs> but why should he be proud of that? Because let me just mention others that are in the top 10 on that stat. Carl Malone, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Michael Jordan. He was also Finals MVP twice. He had seven NBA Finals appearances and five NBA championships. Pretty impressive That's list. a
3: long wow. list, man. That's long. Yeah,
1: that's
0: and right. that's not even
3: everything. What, what, See, that's a
1: scary thing. It's not everything.
3: Yeah, you don't talk about the game winners. You don't yeah. talk about... The fact that, you know, there was awards there that he should have won that he didn't. What a phenomenal career that man had.
0: Ben, what do you think of those as the one to be most proud of?
3: You know, there's there's so many there. Um, one of them that you actually didn't mention was the fact that Kobe was an all-defensive player in the league. First team, 12 times in his career. And I think oh, as wow. a competitor, you lead by example. And so if, if your best player is out there playing defense against the best per- person on the other team, I think that that shows leadership to your, your players, and I think that it shows his competitiveness, and I just think that it shows his tenacity to, to win. That's,
0: that's a big one.
3: Besa, thoughts? Uh, my it would be his 81-point game. How
1: does
0: that happen, <laughs> especially this day and age? You play yes. Toronto. <laughs> this day and age, you where... <laughs> You watch that on YouTube, and it's just yes. ridiculous.
5: It's Looking back at that team, the starting lineup on that day, I'm going to list it for you. It's Kobe Bryant, Lamar Odom, Chris Mim... Kwame oh. Brown and Swish Smush Parker. <laughs> that is, oh,
0: that, wow. that is that the is, who's who is, of Lakers crap. basketball. <laughs> exactly. That, yeah. that thing went downhill real fast. So, no wonder I mean, he had to score eighty-one had, of the points. Yeah, exactly.
3: I think if I remember right, he actually shot right around fifty percent. I think he shot the ball like forty times or something like oh, that. But, yeah, it was
0: a ridiculous But I mean, percentage. it wasn't. It
3: wasn't like he had to. He was like sixty percent. So that's that crazy. that's amazing, right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, in an NBA game, that you can shoot that many times and then shoot above fifty percent. Yeah. Hammer, which is those stats do you
0: like the most
5: to me i think it's being a lifetime laker having 20 years with one team that says a lot and very few players could say that they started their career with the team and they ended their career with the team and then to do it with all of those stats and that entire list that you just went off i mean that's amazing and the part that I love about this is, you know, he didn't, you know, go go and call his friends that he went on vacation with and say, All right, let's make a super team, let's get our big three. <laughs> yep, he did it with yep. the pieces that he had and that they brought to him. Now, Jerry West set up some great pieces for him, other than that with that one free agency period where he may have gone, I think he's happy to have spent his entire career as a Laker and that says a lot. Yeah, it is amazing. It it really
3: is impressive. You know, and as much as I think we get on the Lakers about kind of their state of affairs, I think it says a lot too about the Lakers. If you look at how they take care of their players, you know, you had Kareem come back to mentor other young centers, you have magic around you know the game, and and he's always talking about Lakers basketball, and he's a prominent figure in in the Lakers organization. He's no longer an owner, but he's still a part of the organization. I think that Kobe's going to be one of these guys who's going to be an ambassador. I think Shaq, you know, after yep. leaving, he's come back, yep. and he's now an ambassador of the Los Angeles Lakers, and so you don't get these types of you don't get this caliber of player. To all, of, all of a sudden, come back to a team without that team treating that player right, and so I think it says a lot about the Lakers organization. And I hope that the bus family continues to do that, but I hope that they turn things around and start winning. Yeah, that was yeah. Kobe's
4: contract. Yeah, that was them showing the league that you know we take care of our guys. It's a big one, Vic. Your thoughts on Kobe's stats? I think he would be he would be most proud of uh, eighty one points. There's only one person that's ever scored more than him. You know, as as Darren said, it's Wilt Chamberlain. That's amazing. That is absolutely um, – because, you know, five championships, there's plenty of guys who have five championships. You know, Jordan had six, Robert Doria seven. seven. Almost every record that, you, you know, you mention, there's there's going to be more than one person that, you know, can claim that. And to know that you're one of two people in the entire history of the NBA to score that many points, it's incredible. I was reading a story that Brian Shaw was talking about about a month before they were playing Dallas, and he he had 62 points going into the fourth quarter. Um, The team was up up by like, I don't know, 20 or something points. So he was going to sit out for the fourth quarter. And Brian Shaw went to go talk to the coach. The coach said, tell Kobe to come back in, score eight more points, let's get to 70. He goes, Kobe, get in there, man. You know, eight more points, get to 70. And Kobe's like, no, it's all right. I'll do it when it counts. So he knew, love it. yeah, he—that's right Kobe, there. That's, that's Kobe totally, right there, totally Kobe right there, where he knew that he was gonna get another chance and he was actually gonna score. Yeah, you know, not only seventy, but apparently eighty. I mean, that yeah. eighty-one—that's just mm-hmm. absolutely—it blows my mind that somebody can score that many points by themselves in a game.
0: It really is unbelievable. Yeah. I, I think the one that jumps out to me is the two finals MVPs. To be an MVP of a finals, it means that first of all, you had to get through every other team in the NBA, you had to make it to the finals. And to be considered the best player on the floor in that stage is pretty remarkable, you know? And the fact that there was only two is questionable. And I think you
3: could argue the fact that he deserved at least one and a half of the other three that he won with Shaq. No, yeah. You know, and the fact that Shaq was, you know, the more dominant physical specimen is the reason why he had those three. Now, I mean, you can't you can't deny forty points and twenty rebounds and not be an MVP, but at the end of games, when things needed to get closed out and you needed free throws to be made or you needed somebody to be able to break someone off the dribble, it wasn't Shaq. It was Kobe. And so those two needed each other to win. So I would even say that he deserves one and a half
0: of those. I like it. Yeah, I like it. We'll go with that. You know what? I'm just going to change that on my list here. (laughs) All right. Moving on. Let's talk Kobe moments. This is a tough one because there are so many Kobe moments. I mean, how many clutch buzzer beaters did that guy hit? Vic, what's your favorite Kobe memory?
4: I would have to go with beating the Celtics in the finals. Oh. It's always when nice. when they it's it's something crazy. about the Celtics man. beating the Celtics always goes down oh, yes. smooth. Yes. When you ask Jerry West, like what was his favorite championship ever? He says when when the Lakers finally beat the Celtics in '85, Magic gives you the same answer. Kobe will give you the exact same answer as well. And why should I differ from you know three great Lakers? Good point. I yeah I, I remember going to see the game seven in a in, in a bar and just it was all Laker fans and you could feel the, you know the the tenseness in that room. I, my Adrenaline's going. I'm feeling anxious, and most of the game wasn't going our way. And I'm thinking we cannot lose to this team again. Like there's, it's the hated Celtics. Uh You know, thank God for Meta World Peace.
3: Yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) You know, to to piggyback on that, I think that what made that even sweeter is Jerry West lost to the Celtics Magic lost to the Celtics Mm -hmm. I think that Kobe had to lose to the Celtics to make it that much sweeter now I hate to say that as a Lakers fan but I think that you know, if it was just a one-way street and we beat them every time, it wouldn't be the rivalry that it is. And no, so you have yeah. to, no, you have and, to give the yeah. credit to the, the the team that we're playing.
4: And not only that, but I always want I want Boston to be really good whenever we're really good, just so we can beat them in the oh, finals. Yeah. Like absolutely. I want them to get, them really to, get to the finals just so we can beat them.
0: There's nothing more exciting than uh. the Lakers. Celtics game it's good seven, stuff. It's good and stuff. and I mean, talk about a rite of passage of being a true legend in the Laker history. Yeah, you got to slay the, the dragon, dragon and the green dragon. The exactly, green <laughs>
4: dragon
0: hammer. Favorite Kobe memory? What do you got? To me, it's
5: it's back in two thousand, so early on in his career when they were playing Portland in game seven of the Western Conference Finals, and they were down and they had to come back, and then Kobe with the alley oop to Shaq. That was just an awesome moment oh, yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah, that was that was no reason. When, when Kobe went to Shaq for the LU, That's when you knew this team is special. There's something magical going on with this team Very because true. that was you know their first time that they went to the finals together, Shaq and Kobe. It was the start of the the three Pete dynasty, and and it was just you know really amazing. And that's that that moment was a turning point when you knew that we're really looking at, at a couple of special players.
3: It was also a changing of the guard. It was after Jordan had quit the NBA for the second time. And if you remember yeah. that play was against Scotty Pippen, who was still yeah. arguably one of the better players in the NBA at that time. And, you know, he's always been known as the defensive stopper. right? And so here he was playing Kobe at the very last minute of that game. And Kobe just takes him off the dribble, does a crossover, gets into the lane by himself. And that, Shaq's guy had to come over and guard the ball, which made Shaq wide open, and that he had the wherewithal at that young age to not be selfish in the moment and take the shot, he gave it to the big fellow who threw it down. And, you know, after being down, what, 15 points in that game in yeah. the fourth yeah. quarter or whatever yeah. it was?
5: Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a battle match.
3: Absolutely. That, that, is, that, that is what legends are made of, yeah. and, and that's why Kobe is – that's why we're talking
0: about him today. Yeah, <clears throat> Ben, favorite Kobe moment? Oh, hold on. <laughs> Does
5: he
3: um, have he his pink post-its again? He really does. <laughs> He's got his pink post You know it. You know what? Okay, I'm bringing back the legal pad the next time. <laughs> <laughs> I have two. Eric took my number one, so I'll, I'll take the number two. <laughs> All right. My number two <laughs> one, which, you know, what we'll, we'll talk about is... It was Game Five in the 2006 uh, first round of the playoffs, and so if you remember, the year before they didn't make the playoffs. This was the two years after Shaq had left, and they had got you know um, Brian Grant, right. uh, Lamar Odom from the Miami Heat, and they were rebuilding that team. And so the Lakers made the eight seed. They were playing the number one at the time. It was the Phoenix Suns, the Mike D'Antoni, yep, Steve yep. Nash team, and the Suns were supposed to roll on the Lakers, and the Lakers had the two one advantage. <clears throat> and so this was the it was actually it was Game Four. Because this was gonna no, no, actually it was. It was two two
0: those pink notes I can tell are really helping.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, highlighter. But, highlighter. But the but the point is is that you know the you know, Kobe took the team on his back and at the end Smush Parker steals the ball, it was right by the uh out of bounds, it goes to Kobe, Kobe comes across, they don't call the timeout, they were just gonna play it out. Kobe finds his spot right there at the corner of the key as a fadeaway as as time is expiring and he makes that shot and then he comes off the court and he pulls his jersey and he he shows his heart oh yeah and he starts yelling oh yeah you know that's that's to me when when that became Kobe's team you know it it was his team after Shaq left but that was his first winning moment by himself and I think that that really solidified him as in his own mind that this is my team I'm the one that's going to take us over, you know, over the edge. And that to me was, you know, just that is the epitome of Kobe Bryant, you know, take the ball, you know, win or lose it's on my back.
0: And, and he did it. And that was, that was awesome. And he thrives in that situation. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. He wants it. Oh Uh, yeah.
5: Yeah. And pardon me, if you've mentioned this already, but he also had to get the clutch, too, to tie the game, to send it into overtime. There you go. And then to, That's and then right. to hit the game winner in overtime. So that was like there a was double, double Kobe yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two for one. Besa, yes. favorite Kobe memory? Favorite Kobe memory.
1: Um, unfortunately, my favorite Kobe memory occurred in April 2013 when he tears his Achilles tendon. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a terrible Kobe <laughs> yeah. memory. Let me let me explain. Let me explain.
3: That <laughs> that favorite memory.
1: hate Kobe Bryant. You invited yeah. There.
0: Are you, you a Celtics a, fan? Yeah. Secretly, you have a green, I probably am. Green oh. shirt under that. Give hey, the
3: guy, brain. Let's hear what he has to say. So he goes. It couldn't be good. But he we'll he leave. goes down
1: tearing his Achilles tendon, and everybody sees that how much pain he is in. Coaches know, trainers know, the fans know. This is not something that you get up and walk off the court. What does Kobe Bryant do? He takes his free throws, and he makes them. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, He's that type go. of player. Yeah. He played the game. Talk about He's heart. that tough yeah. that he continues it.
0: it. The guy has a heart. Yeah. The heart of a hockey player. Yes. <laughs>
3: I mean, Darren, definitely not a baseball player. <laughs> Darren, Darren does have a point. So, you remember when um, Paul Pierce hurt himself in the finals that one year? Absolutely. He, he oh, gets yeah, carried off. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah with the wheelchair. Wheel chair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, days of our lives drama. And, and that wasn't even an injury that kept him from coming back into the game. Yeah. And that was yeah, the no, he, dramatic effect that he had yeah. to have.
4: Yeah. When, LeBron um, was carried off by his teammates in the game. Yeah. You know, yeah, and he's so fine. Right,
3: I guess you know Kobe, <laughs> <laughs> Kobe, because in Kobe's, I just probably thinking to himself, I don't want to put myself in a situation where I can't come back. So even yeah. even if something's really hurting and maybe this could be a season-ending injury, yeah, if I can shoot the free throws to make sure that if it isn't and I can come back, that's mm-hmm. pretty darn competitive. It really oh, is. Yeah. yeah. Look was, what
1: happened to Kobe recently. You see him on the bench and he's just packed. Yeah. <laughs> with, with heat oh, yeah. and tape all around him. He's more machine uh, now. Than oh, yeah. yeah. You look yeah, like the Michelin
3: much. Man. Yeah, <laughs> right. seriously.
0: Well, you know, my favorite Kobe memory, because there's so many, if you're not a Laker fan, chances are you're a Kobe hater. Absolutely. And one of the, the coolest things I ever remember is that game at Madison Square Gardens where he goes off for like 61 points. And scores the Madison Square Garden scoring record. Yes. And even New York fans, the toughest audience in all of sports was chanting MVP for Kobe Bryant. Yes. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah.
4: That was absolutely that's,
0: crazy. That's unheard of. You don't go into New York and they cheer your player. But he put on a show and they you, you couldn't help but appreciate the talent that was on display that night. Mm-hmm. and And even New York knew it. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy.
5: And that's something Kobe does regularly. When the lights are on, that's when yeah, that's, that's when, when he's, he's at his best. Uh,
0: yeah, that's when he yeah. shines. All right, let's talk about Kobe's statue because obviously he's going to be getting one at Staples sooner or later. You think yes, I'm going to go out on <laughs> so, a limb. That's a Possibility and say he's probably going to get a statue. <laughs> oh, he will. Hammer. What do you think Kobe's statue should be?
5: My uh, my friend D1 Ben over there kind <laughs> of. <loves him too. laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Division 1 talked about that, that game-winning shot versus the Suns, and that's a memorable moment. Right after he sunk that game-winner in overtime, he turns around and he does a fist pump, and he just has, you know, that oh, faith yeah. of seriousness, yeah. he has that fist pump out, and that would just make an amazing statue, because the, that is something that... I, I
0: think that yeah, was when the, the Mamba came out for the first time. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. When, when that, that, the bottom jaw jetted out and yes. we saw the mama yes. face absolutely that, yeah. that'd be a great statue Vic, what should his statue be
4: there's a picture of him that i have in my mind and i don't know what game it's from Or i'm sure it's more than one game but it's where he grabs a jersey with two hands and pulls it out in front of him and he has the lakers you know showing and you know it's almost stretched where it looks like he's gonna break it and he's like screaming oh, yeah. and he's got that look on oh, his yeah. face where he just hit that game-winning shot if not that one, then uh, I'm just going to go with a big snake that has uh, the jersey of every um, yeah. the jersey of every team he beat in the NBA finals. A black mama, yeah, just so a big to, snake.
3: To, to follow that up, so so yeah, he does the the fist pump, and then uh, after that, and I had mentioned it before, he grabs his his jersey and he pulls it over to the side. Um, and and he shows his heart and he screams. And yeah. so, that when I think of Kobe, I that's that's the picture that I see is I, him pulling that jersey over to the side,
0: jersey pulling that would be cool. Basa, yes, what should his statue be?
1: What should my statue be? Not uh, your statue, <laughs> my it's what even, should my statue hey, be? Basa tribute,
5: is it the statue of Kobe tearing his Achilles? What, there you go, on the floor,
1: <laughs> yeah, on the floor, writhing in
2: pain on the floor.
3: Oh, jeez. <laughs> That'd be
2: horrible. The
3: the statue's Kobe laying on the floor. I think it should be him as the Michelin Man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The statue I would go for is one of his uh, buzzer-beater
0: moments. I love those clutch plays. Have the clock somehow in there. I love have him it going up for that point. You'd, you'd have him like in the fadeaway and there's like three defenders around him. Yep. And you could have like even like a digital clock or something built into it. Like at the, <laughs> you know, at the like 0. 5, 0. 0.5 seconds. <laughs> it go. can't be 0. 0.4 because Derek Fisher owns that one. Yeah, that's true. Derek Fisher owns <laughs> that one.
3: You know, another one that we haven't mentioned is, you know, when he was younger, you remember when he used to be able to just elevate – Oh, and, yeah. and his head would be almost at the rim level and his arms would just... There was a dunk that he used to do all the time where he would he would leave... Unlike Jordan, Jordan would leave off a of one leg. Kobe would usually jump off a of two, but when he would jump, he would kind of arch his back and he would pull the ball back over his head and then he would basically jump over Fools and, you know, just posterize. Uh, yeah. And I it, think that'd be a cool one to, to take maybe a picture of, you gotcha, know, an in-game yeah, yeah, dunk yeah. that he did
0: yeah, where cool. he was just up above everybody with the afro and the ink oh, sticking yeah, out. I think nice. it'd be pretty bad. <laughs> nice. they need we need to like work magnets in it to or something where he's actually floating, like the statue's floating.
3: You know, we, somebody will steal it if it's not. We typed, need to yeah. some technology
0: or something. Yeah, there should be, be guards the, around the it, twenty four seven, like guard. like uh, like they do in <laughs> Tomb of the Unknown the, <laughs> Soldier. Yeah, <exactly>. yeah, he <laughs> deserves that. I love it. What number do we retire? Eight or twenty four?
5: I'd say we retire eight. He's won the most championships with eight. We talked about the eighty one point game. That was wearing eight. He talked about the fist pump and over the sun. That was wearing eight. I think some of his best moments with him, you know, hitting his prime was wearing the number eight.
0: Who else has got eight? I have 24. I'm thinking 24. I'm 24. So, yeah,
3: yeah, for me, 24 represents his team. It also was the the uniform number that he wore when they beat the Celtics. Good Um, point. That's the legacy that he wants to leave and that he's going to leave. And I also think that if you left it up to Kobe, I think he would choose 24 because that was the number that he chose. He was given eight. He chose 24, and he's one better than Michael Jordan.
4: Yeah. <laughs> he one-upped him, huh? right. I, one-upped love upped him just to- I love it. I love it. I don't know. I-, I think I would go with eight as well for all the reasons that Eric said. And also because if you see the number eight, you're not going to think about the Kobe from the past two or three years. 24 is now also going to be uh, associated with uh, especially this year, mm-hmm. uh, which is a really a real- tough or- year to watch Kobe. Sure. Um, there's not going to be the images of him being a Michelin man. With the number eight. <laughs> it's just going to be the young, quick, afro-wearing Kobe that yeah. you know, was terrorizing the league as a kid. Fair argument. Do you think the Lakers could retire both numbers? I hope not. It's an interesting scenario. I hope not. No? No. I can't picture that up on the, on the board with the other... It's just going to look weird. I wouldn't mind it. It'd be kind of cool.
0: Now let's talk Mount Rushmore of Lakers. Obviously, Magic and Kareem are on there. I think it's safe to say we put Kobe on there. I think Who's he's our old,
2: fourth?
5: He's a no brainer. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Lakers.
0: We said Lakers. 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 Oh, come on.
4: I mean, who are we putting on that fourth spot? Vic. I really don't think there's any question. It has to be Trey West. Yeah. Mr. Clutch. Yeah. I mean, the logo. Yeah, the logo. I mean, that that guy, you know, he could shoot. And, uh, and you throw in um, what he did as a GM. I mean, it's. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think there's any question. There, there is no question. Good call. I didn't factor in the
0: GM stuff, but absolutely, he should be up there. You know, I Are mean, you, you, can't,
3: you can't minimize what he did as a GM. No. no. So you know, he he built two dynasties with the Los Angeles Lakers. He built the Showtime Lakers, and then he built the Kobe Shack Lakers. Yeah. He leaves the Lakers. He goes to Memphis, and he takes an expansion team that couldn't win a game. They couldn't get out of their own way. And he makes them a perennial contender now. Now, he's been away from them for a couple years, but they're still making the playoffs. They never got over the hump. But when he left uh, Memphis, you know where he went? Golden State. And look what he's done at Golden State. So that guy wins wherever he goes.
5: Can you make the argument that Shaq might be able to crack Mount Rushmore? When he was in his prime, when he was in his peak, he was the most dominating center in the game. I don't think anyone would want to play against Shaq if you were building this like a dream team, if you were going to assemble a team, Shaq in his prime would be very dangerous. Anyone he, buying that argument?
4: I, I think you can make an argument. I just don't think uh, he was the all-around player that Kareem was. Kareem was defensively amazing, rebounding uh, points, and people forget how good of a passer he was. I mean, that guy could pass. So I, I think and there's certain areas where he's actually better than Shaq. You know, one of the things that—because I had a tough time
3: with that as well, because I do love Shaq. But ultimately, I threw Shaq off because he ended his career as a Celtic. I don't think any Laker that, that, is, that is making yeah. a monument yeah. of yeah. M- Mount Rushmore yeah.
4: of the Los Angeles no. Lakers ever yeah. ends their career that as a That does Boston. disqualify no. them from Andy, the out. And he couldn't make a free throw, so— True.
0: <laughs> <laughs> solid solid stuff alright well as we close the chapter on the Kobe Bryant era it's time to look ahead to the Lakers bright bright future with that coveted draft pick a lot of people think all we need to do is get second to last place and that pick is ours which isn't the case so we've recruited our own Victor Costello to explain exactly what happens next with that top draft pick Victor that would be me
4: that is you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's not it's actually not that complicated. Um, the reason why they have to stay in the top three pick is because if they don't, then that pick actually goes to Philadelphia. And
3: they're so good with draft picks, that'd be nice, right?
4: <laughs> yeah,
3: and they'll be back in the draft next year yeah. too. Well, you know, and
4: you know what's funny about that is that this top three protected draft pick, right? So. If the Lakers are going to keep their pick this year, which means the Philadelphia 76ers, now their chance to steal the Laker pick moves on to next year. It doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. So next year now, the Lakers also, if they wanted to try to keep this pick, would have to be... How long does that last? I believe next year is the last year. Now, do you know
3: if this was for Nash or for Howard? This one was for Nash. Even. Oh, what a yeah. terrible
5: choice. And now you guys know why I'm
4: sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but here's the good news. The good news is they did come in. They had the second-to-worst record in the NBA. So now they have a 55.8% chance to keep their pick. Just like the regular lottery, there's ping pong balls involved. in, And that's not even one and two. That's one, two, and three. So uh, 55.8% chance to keep the top three pick. Uh, I'm thinking that if they drop the number three and keep the pick, that they are going to trade it away and try to get uh, a proven talent to come in uh, earlier because I don't think anybody uh, three and above – is worth keeping at this point. I think it's just either Ben Simmons or Ingram. Those are the only two choices that I well, think the Lakers have. Yeah,
0: I appreciate that insight.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Why sad. You. I- I'm sad. Yeah? Th- the hopes of the Los Angeles Laker organization is hanging on a 55.8% <laughs> chance that we're holding on. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, should we should have had the worst
4: record. Well Get that percentage back (laughs) Philadelphia was pretty good
0: Well Kobe Because I know you're listening Thank you for an amazing 20 years Well at least Well 17 amazing years And and Three years of injury And then three years Yeah. Yeah Oh
1: wow
3: what a tribute. And You guys hate me. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't write that. I, I didn't write that. He stumbled right at that point, and he made it obvious for me to say that. <sighs> yep. Just, just one last thing. I, I want to thank Kobe for, uh, for being authentic and being the un Peyton Manning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Peyton Kobe kept it, it real. For for being accessible to the media, for, for, you know, for being honest and for being a great interview. You know, if you look at Jordan and you look at a lot of these other guys, they always kept the door closed. You know, Kobe's done these show- Showtime specials. He's done, you know, the Kobe behind the scenes. And you really got to know the guy. You know, I I very much appreciate that as a fan, you know, to kind of gain access to to that life and, and to hear what he has to
0: say. So, Kobe, thank you for that. Yes, and the five you. championships. <laughs> the five championships certainly don't hurt. Kobe... Thank you so much again for a amazing 20 years. We wish you all the best as you ride off into that purple and gold sunset. That's our show. We are Guys in Shorts. You can follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA. Find us on Facebook. Visit our website at guysinshorts.com. And be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. And uh, if you like the show, write a review. If you don't like the show, then maybe don't write a review. But keep downloading the episodes and listening. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. For Victor Costello, Ben Garcia, Darren Besa, and Eric, the sick Portuguese hammer (laughs) Vieira, we are Guys in Shorts. I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. MVP.
2: MVP. 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 MVP.